Episode 29. I know what you're thinking. Wow, they're almost at 30. I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> Welcome yourself to another episode of the Mike Busey Show. I am him, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. What's up, everybody? Today was a today was an interesting wor- day in the world of Mike Busey. We had a lot going on. Listen, when two fat dudes get in a car and they go more than two places, like... <laughs> We were productive today. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, too. Half of the reason we left today was we were having the bus worked on and towed. And I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen our tour bus. It's a 94 Prevost, but it's dope wrapped. It's it's designed. looks Gold really alligator. good. Gold alligator everywhere. But it also... Chandeliers. Chandeliers. No safety. Many times I've been in that bus, I've been like, if there was a fire... How do I get out of here? And I stopped bringing. You a, don't. I stopped bringing a fire extinguisher in there when I slept in there, and I just brought my pistol because I was like, a fire extinguisher is gonna maybe get me halfway through. I'm just gonna blow my fucking brains out if it's on fire to we, save we, we myself. We have uh, the fucking Adolf, Adolf, Adolf Hitler, uh, Avon Brown fucking pill oh, like, yeah. under everyone's seat. It's like, if and when you think we might be in a catastrophic accident, just swallow this and kiss your ass goodbye. Instead of a fire extinguisher, we have gasoline canisters. We're like, make it quicker! Make it quicker! <laughs> so, one of our, uh, this RV I bought for 800 bucks at a junkyard from a dude with a one-eyed dog. Oh my god, now I have a one-eyed dog? Fuck. Full circle! And you have RVs for sale. Oh, wow. The Do student I? has become the master. Selling, am I selling my shit? I, I probably should sell some shit. We have people's RVs here that we don't know if they're ever coming back for. I sold a, uh... Never mind. I sold, yeah, I sold like a like a on, uh, a fucking four wheeler that's been left behind, and I have like twenty strippers, former employees, roommates, whatever you want to call them, uh, vehicles. I have a I have a a beginning of a junkyard here on the on the property. It's like a stripper car junkyard, and none of them give a fuck. And but the moment I demolish them or trade them or sell them. I'm fucking suing you, you motherfucker. Strippers are the people who buy. There's two types of stripper purchases. They either buy like the newest Benz with the dopest shit on it, or they buy a car that no one's ever had a title for. Like, like, like this car. You're like, 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 like they buy Bumblebee from fucking Transformers and shit. You know, like no one knows where it came from. It's it's two types of vehicles together. And, you're, and I love when a stripper comes with that brand new car when she's balling. And then, like, six months later, it gets repoed, and, uh, like, some dude buys them another car. I'm like, they'll never learn their lesson. We had this RV that I bought at the junkyard with the guy with the one-eyed, one-eyed dog. What kind of dog? I don't know. It was, like, a little mutt something. Story's got holes in it, bro. Yeah. A hole in his skull. <laughs> Empty hole. I got it on, I got it on video. Anyways, uh. We we joked around because it was like this shitty RV that when we bought it for eight hundred bucks, we brought it home and ripped everything out of it, and we started this this massive bonfire like a little too close to the RV. We should have thrown the objects a little further away. And uh, I remember Jared and him and Ralphie were getting an argument because he was ripping things out that we were planning on keeping, <laughs> and he was sledgehamming, sledgehammering, uh, fucking kitchen stuff like he's just going as, demo wild. Yeah, so we made it like a. Like a a full like horseshoe type of like limo seating, made of like particle board that one of my friends had just got out of prison and made. I'm like, damn, you're really crap. He's like, yeah, they had this uh this wood shop class that I took. <laughs> I was like, damn, Keon, that sounds fucking awesome. You are doing great. <laughs> and I went to Home Depot and I bought uh this like shitty thin like bamboo stuff that you you put around your pool or something. 
Like little like tiki hut shit. Was that the same bamboo you put in your room that had all those fucking bugs? No, that was real. That was real bamboo. That was real bamboo. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, kids. And uh, I remember every fucking time we got on this fucking RV. And by the way, the outside of it was painted with like two skeletons, sixty nine and shit, and one of them was smoking a cigarette and stuff. We got kicked out of a couple neighborhoods. Like some lady called the cops just can from they, pulling can, us in. Can they? Call the cops on you because two skeletons are 69. And like, yeah, and it's like, hold on. Do you really know what we tended for them to be doing in this, this, this fucking artistic illustration? Yeah, they're, they're two skeletons. They were 69. judging our, 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 our uh, intentions on Because you could literally have a thought. picture of Jesus getting murdered. <laughs> like, he is nailed with a crown of thorns on his head getting speared in the side. And people are like, paint that on the side of my building. And then you're like, that is that is art. And then you're like, what about two skeletons 69? And children can't handle that. It was like we went to the NASCAR event at uh, the Daytona Speedway. They wouldn't let us come in because of the bus, the uh, the rap was too provocative. And didn't you guys try to cover like AK's tits oh, on it or something? Oh, no. I did more than that. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers. They surrounded us. It was like 10 a.m. It's cold, chilly, Florida. It was, I think it was. Maybe. You were going to see Jacob out there, right? Yeah, my buddy. He was racing in a race, and uh, we went out there to go support him. And it was his birthday, and we never made it in. And it was like me and twenty of us. We had an all night bender, uh, bender as in like drinking. I don't do drugs, so I don't know if that was even cool to even say that word bender. But I was just raging all night, didn't sleep, and uh, had a lot of sex. Got a little wild, and then stayed up. Because there's some point, you ever get so excited having such a great night, you're like, fuck it, I'm high on energy right now. I just had the best night ever. And you just keep going, and that's what we did. So I kind of like tricked everyone to get on the bus, and then we drove to Daytona. They wouldn't let us in. And then I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to take trash bags and duct tape the girl's sexy parts. Because there's no nipple or butthole showing on the tour bus. But the tour bus is wrapped with me, a black midget, uh, yeah, uh, an ex girlfriend or two, and and have him wearing little and the pugs and the pugs, R.I.P. Scrappy. He's on there, and uh, he's got a halo on there too. He does because he had died before we did it. And I was like, I couldn't just write him out of the fucking storyline of my life. Yeah, plus the rap was already now. I gotta have a fucking dead pug, a one eyed pug, <laughs> an aging pug that doesn't have much time left, and that's when I'm definitely gonna kill myself. I love you, Jetta. Um, bought this fucking RV. Painted these skeletons, fucking sixty nine, and on the side of it, and uh, we'd always joke around like, "Hey, everyone, who brought the canary?" <laughs> and everyone's looking around like, "What? Like, who brought the canary?" Because the walls were so thin, and the exhaust was literally coming inside of the fucking the <laughs> RV, and you could you could literally start to get like a little dizzy. You're like, w-. it was just enough to get you kind of like fucked up, like, <laughs> like whoa. <laughs> And then luckily, fucking, when you start moving, it didn't come in as much. <laughs> Just enough to keep the buzz going. Yeah. Uh, but it, the walls were so thin, I swear to God, bro. If you were to punch through the fucking wall, you literally be out in fucking traffic. <laughs> so we always joked around, like, everyone get their harness. And then I remember a heavy scene, I was like, yo, you got your harness, girl? And she's like, oh, my God, harness for what? It's like, bitch, you better harness to the engine block because this fucking walls are going down. <laughs> and then when it finally, finally fucking seen its days and it had... I remember we took it on tour. We left at like 5 in the morning from the house to go to Fort Myers. That was our first gig we ever had it. And Ralphie looked back, and I remember he's like, yo, uh, have you drove this thing yet? 
I was like, yeah, back from the place we bought it from. And he was like, oh, God. And we didn't, we didn't, we were like, we just, we literally spent maybe like $1,000 on pimping it out. And uh, my buddy had threw in money, Jared, but he didn't want me to pay him back because he wanted to say it was his. <laughs> it was one of those deals. I wanted to buy it from him, but later on, um, I drove it and did one of the, probably the dumbest things I ever did. I drove it when it was like falling, falling apart. So the entire inside started collapsing. <laughs> it's just fucking oh, like, we got, we, yeah, we got it on video. And uh, I lost, uh, I tell you the story about the time I did a show and I, I lost $1,000 and I literally was like, all right, I think it's still in an RV. And then when we drove it into it, destroyed, we were like searching. It looked like a fucking one of those uh, Malaysian airlines when everyone's in a field, like searching the, the ground <laughs> the to remains. see, find the black box. I'm like looking for this money because I was like, $1,000 would change my life right now. It's like a wall of dicks. Yeah. I had my buddy had this RV. Uh, it was one of those, it looked like it was like a hybrid between this is just a really big van. And this is also like an RV. Like it was enough for like four guys to hang out in the back, but the brakes were so bad that you would have to stand up. Like you would have to pull onto the steering wheel and oh, stand God. up to make sure you had the brake. And it was my turn, and we were going downhill. I think we were. I think we were in Georgia, uh, and we were going downhill with it. And uh, I'm like on standing up on the brakes, so I'm holding the steering wheel to pull it up. And uh, all of a sudden, the steering wheel just goes. And so the steering wheel's not on it anymore, and I'm just foot on the brakes, and my buddy's like, fuck! And he tries to grab, like, the middle of the steering column, like, he's gonna hold it. (laughs) And the RV just goes off to the side, and we just hit, like, a ditch, and uh, we went to go tow it, and the guy was like, it's gonna be $400 to tow it. And we were like, fuck, leave it. So the state towed it, and years later, my buddy. Years later, my buddy did really well, and he got married. And uh, him and his wife were, were. I forgot what they were doing, and something pops up on their credit, and they were like, "You owe like twelve hundred dollars to Georgia for like this towing of this RV." Same, yeah. same. <laughs> my buddy Jacob Mosler, he tried to give me this old BMW, and we went to St. Augustine, and, and uh, I didn't even have a car at the time, and we went to. He was in register and my name and everything, and we're in there, and like, sorry, you have a stop on your lights. I was like, huh? What's that? Like, huh? And he was like, oh, yeah. They said, you have a stop. I'm like, what's that? He's like, you owe blah, blah, blah towing uh, $2,000. I was like, what? And then you, know, you ever try to deny something? Like, huh? What? And all of a sudden, it hits you in the back of your head. Yeah. It's like this voice going, you know what that is, <laughs> you motherfucker. Know exactly what that You're is, like, no. What? what it was is this fucking tow truck company from Tallahassee that had got me. Because one, one tour... I took all I got I had a residency at the largest nightclub in America, Club, Club Avila. Avila. I was getting paid a thousand dollars a day to be there for a month. Sucked I, a wall of dicks yeah, for that. Boy. That was basically it was like I was making the my annual salary in one month <laughs> and I was so excited. Granted, that's not including paying everyone and expenses and, and fucking everything else. Food, which Thank God this pizzeria fucking kept us awake, uh, kept us alive for for a month. Anyways, um, I found this this old Gilly city bus in Daytona. I think it was like four thousand dollars, and I borrowed some money because I had some. They had sent me a deposit. <laughs> That's where they fucked up. Yeah, so I was like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do. I get this bus, and it's like an old city bus. And we take it, and we completely gut it, 
and I'm talking in five days, I had 25 people. It was like exhibit the day where they were doing Pimp My Ride. Like, literally, there was someone working on this bus for five days straight, like 24 hours. There was never not someone in that bus. Because I remember looking outside the the going from the front patio and seeing an extension cord through one of the windows and there was someone in there doing woodwork that's how it is upholstery. before we go to tour though like always it's next thing you know there's seven people working on the bus and then we're like we got a welder welding the bottom <laughs> oh yeah no it's it's all hands on deck so we took this bus got it so fucking cool okay so we did paint it flat black and spray paint the rims gold and it looked pretty cool at night. <laughs> at day, when you got close to it, it was like one of those, like, uh, it was like a chick from the bar. Like, the closer you got to it with more more lighting, it looked a little shittier. However, on the inside, my homie, R.I.P. Maxi Pad, who was an upholsterer, he had, we had fucking the front was all zebra and white. The middle area, the galley, where, like, the bathroom shower, it was all giraffe. And I'm talking, like, <laughs> I had bought those like Joanne Fabrics, like fuzzy felt, like giraffe print shit. How be... much money have you spent on Joanne Fabrics in your life? A lot, way too much. I'm the only dude who probably doesn't take take it in the ass, or some lesbian who's been to Joanne Fabrics and spent the money I have. They look at me like, mm, "What's she doing in here?" And you always go for the shit that like, "No way, guys! Somebody's buying the purple alligator." <laughs> Someone bought the whole roll of purple alligator, thirty yards. Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, hey, real quick, can you get a manager? The guy wants to know if we can get more purple alligator. <laughs> Insanity! So, I'm telling you right now that this thing was pimped the fuck out, and the back was done in tiger. <laughs> You're working your way down the animal kingdom. Oh yeah, <laughs> At each each room we went into more into the king of the species. It, it, started elevating as you further back you went back and i swear to god i would have put that motherfucking bus in like some if there was a bus show or something <laughs> i would have been like yo we take a home first place baby <laughs> like pimp my fucking city bus painted gold rims as always i'm pretty sure i i fucking fuck some gypsy mechanic's daughter or something and he put a curse on me so this bus stays in the parking lot of what pub. kind of bus is this again a, a city ghillie. So a city get flat front, like an MCI flat, almost? A flat front. And it had like, we had built bench seats in the front. There was a little kitchen area. There was a little bathroom. The bathroom was so fucking cool. It was like fuzzy walls and shit. I, <laughs> fuzzy I walls like, in the bathroom. Hey, yo, don't piss on my fucking giraffe fucking felt, fuzzy felt, <laughs> motherfuckers. You know the Keep smells that those walls held? <laughs> well, here's the story. So this thing literally sat and made it from Orlando to Panama City Beach. Okay, it did break down in a, in a town <laughs> that was a whole nother story. What happened? What, give me a sum up of this town it broke. It's in. me and like like four hot British strippers. and You British strippers for this one? Yeah, the Fuel Girls. Oh, yeah, the Fuel Girls. If okay, you Google yeah. the Fuel Girls, they were kind of like my first implication with the Debussy Beauties like doing fire and fire breathing and all that stuff on stage. So... I had these girls. They were like, "Hey, Mike, we come down there. We do it for nothing. We just want, you know, give us a give us a flat to stay in, but live in a fucking proper leave." I was like, "Bet you get a fucking chimney sweeps from Mary Poppins on this yeah. bus." So these, I didn't, I couldn't, have, I couldn't afford because like they were gonna pay me that, but yeah. I didn't have it right up the front, so yeah. I only had I had to get this bus because like the other th- the other trick was that they weren't gonna pay for my living expenses. So I was like, so you "Oh, live bet. on the bus." I put it on the bus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were good to go, blah, 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 blah. What was up with the town, though, the town you broke down in? We all got pulled over, 
and we were just broke down but then they decided to pull us over which i was like yo we're already pulled over you can't just roll <laughs> can't up pull on, over pull anymore over. <laughs> yeah like we're already fucking dying over here some of these bridges bitches are like trying to fucking find internet with their phone in the air trying to get the fuck back back to fucking england and shit that's one of the hardest parts guys when when we're on the road or something when the first breakdown happens trying to keep the team together <laughs> yeah morale is important because <laughs> some of these girls are like i'm just gonna call some dude to come get me we're like no no don't worry we already had a side problem we had a camera guy who was being so goddamn creepy that uh and he was getting drunk as fuck we're like whoa chill out bro you're here to fucking uh film not be be the one to be filmed and we just met him and i remember sims brought him in he vouched for him so much chris sims r.i.p there's a lot of dead people in this story and uh i was like uh is this guy good you know he's like yeah yeah no i trust him you know he's good and um that guy probably paid sims to be on that trip oh bro sims probably probably made money off off that but I remember I said, hey, man, um, I don't trust anybody unless, you know, they show me their dick. And he looked at me and he's like, <laughs> and Sims is like, yep. And then he looked at Sims like, yo, is, is he like joking? He's like, I don't think he's joking. I think Mike's pretty serious. I think he wants to see your dick. He wants to have a, a trust a trust relationship with you. He wants to trust you. He doesn't trust anyone. He hasn't seen their penis. He's like, Really? And then, and then, at this point, obviously, it was a joke, but kind of not a joke. But then, kind of a joke, but then kind of not of a joke. But then, as he hesitated to show me his penis, I was like, hmm, maybe I, maybe I really can't trust this guy. This motherfucker's wearing a wire. And then, uh, it was, condom. here's what was so awkward. And this is right before we're, like, ready to get on this bus and drive here's the Panama. Here's what was awkward. <laughs> That's my favorite part of this. No, because <laughs> I've already this committed. This is the awkward part. <laughs> I've already committed to, like, oh, show me your dick and I can yeah. trust you. I had just met this guy sight unseen. He walked into my office. But, I, this but guy now we're going to get to the awkward part. <laughs> so he's standing there, like basically job interviewing. As we're already like packed, all our shits on the bus. He's going to jump on or not? I got to make this final decision. And we're going to bring this random dude with us. And then he was so awkward and made it so fucking awkward that it made me more awkward. That I'd already committed to like, yo, show me your dick if you fucking want to come on this trip. And you want this job. And and he like made it so awkward. I felt like I was like one of these like fat gay Hollywood like molester rapist yeah. dudes. Like, yeah, you want the role in the movie? Show me your dick, son. Let me see what you're working with. And that's how I fucking felt. R.I.P. Lou was, Pearlman. It was so weird that like I felt like I was like, yo, I've already committed into this. Like, you Sims is serious as fuck. He's like, yeah, I think my man wants to see you. You were dick. so in character that you were like, I can't stop sexually assaulting this. Guy. I was like, I can't stop this. This weird, awkward, like, show me your dick. I have no idea who you are. Don't I'm all in name. now, kid. And and it was so weird because he actually slowly, reluctantly pulled his dick out. And I was like, oh my god. He's like crying. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I hand on a stack of fucking bibles i will track this guy down that's exactly what happened and it was so fucking weird <laughs> however uh he was getting way too drunk and, and i'm glad i i'm glad i made him show his dick because uh he's got a good story to tell but he might be dead because like three people in the story is already dead um shit, <laughs> just man. want the job sir yeah you want the job let me see the hog <laughs> show me the hog son me do some I, i'm putting together a boy man you want to go on the road <laughs> you're tearing up my heart <laughs> So he fucking showed me his dick, and we went about our way. And, uh, <laughs> we went about our way. And I seen him. I think he didn't even have a camera. <laughs> so I think I had to give him a camera to run. And then 
I was like immediately disappointed, but we were already on the highway and You'd stuff. already seen his dick. <laughs> like, so I was just like, you know, motherfucker. I was like, all right, do I fucking continue to bring this problemsome like situation with me? Because he's already like, hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? Like, dr- I'm like drinking straight to the dome, like bottle shit. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't this this ain't working out. So we pulled this gas station um, after the when we got we back from the La Vila before we got into La Vila. <laughs> before we got there, about like two hours away, we pulled at some gas station in the middle of nowhere. I said, hey, um, go in there and get us some a bag of ice for the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at uh, who I don't remember who was driving at that time. I, I forget who I. Convinced to think that it was legally okay to drive without a a, 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 a CDL, and I'm like, "Hey, go, go now, <laughs> go!" And I remember as he ran, he's seen us and kind of running. Like, I remember hearing a little bell, like ding, ding, like from the door of this gas station, fling open, and and then he stopped because he could tell that like <laughs> not only happened. not only did he was he getting like fired and left behind, but he had just showed his dick hours before. <laughs> so this was nothing. only like hours after he got yeah, the job? Yeah, he was already wasted. I was like, fuck this dude. We're not bringing this guy. It's like me and like 10 chicks, and he's already like trying to – and you can tell the girls are not vibing with him. It's yeah. like, like, yo, you're here to work. I don't need you to fucking be all up all, yeah. all up in the this videos. This is a professional PD. operation, sir. Oh, P- I mean, oh, you, already made the, you already made the dick showing part weird, and now, now you're just dropping the ball on everything else. So I'm going to skip how awesome the month was and how crazy and What about ridiculous. the town, though? What happened in the town when you got pulled over after you were already pulled over? We, we were – they searched everything, and then, like, they couldn't – they were, like, fine. They were mad they didn't find something. It was as if someone forgot to bring, like, the plant. I love like, when cops get pissed off that they didn't find – shouldn't they be happy? Like, oh, cool, there's no drugs or weapons in my town. They're exactly. like, you motherfuckers think you better than the rest of these criminals. They're like, all right, get out of here. I was like, well, we can't leave because we're broke down. <laughs> yeah, when you ran into us and we were broke down – We're still broke down. Yeah, we didn't, you didn't fucking search and find a mechanic. Yeah, unless you, know? you were in there fucking uh, tearing open our fucking upholstery looking for dope. Unless you happen to find the fucking <laughs> – radiator or fan part that we needed <laughs> well listen the dog didn't get a hit on any dope but he found the manual you know <laughs> well here was my deal i was like we left a couple days early because i was like i always foreseen things like this so i was like well shit we had our first breakdown and we're only like two hours out from where we need to be so i was already happy i was like well shit we can push this motherfucker <laughs> we got to. i like how the morale for you the girls are freaking out they're like this is gonna suck mike's like sweet we left a couple days early. I knew that first breakdown was going to happen. So I remember good. there's a photo I have of Misha and Sims, and he's sitting there like in someone's random like field, and he's got his legs up behind his head, and he's got his butthole like just wide open, like spread open, like fucking butthole like breathing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what the funniest part is, dude? You've got to hurry up and get on the road before that dude catches up to you from the gas station. Yeah. The cameraman. No, You're we like, definitely thought about that because like, he obviously knew where we were going. <laughs> He's running. He's running through the field. Get it started. So I'm not even going to talk about how we eventually got back on the road. And Why not? We, we, pulled into, got, you... we pulled into the parking lot of Club of Vila where we parked yeah. it. We, what we did is we hosted a pool party every day uh, from like 11 to like 6. We hosted this big, huge, thousands of fucking people. There was like a special mes- musical performer every day. Like these were like big yeah. artists and shit. This is like the shit that you watched, you know, growing up. This if, is like MTV Spring Break shit. Yeah, like Ed Lover. Like MTV had like actual studio at this nightclub. 
they this is like when MTV used to be cool and had like wet t-shirt contest and like Polly Shore spring break shit Ed Lover wet t-shirt contest like wild ass shit so I always grew up idolizing this and I remember seeing Bush perform in the in the rain and almost getting electrocuted you could YouTube it Bush performing at La Vila Panama City spring break anyways I was like this is this is like one of my bucket lists I always wanted to do my show at this club and we finally got it. And uh, when we were actually no, we had performed twice before there, and then they offered Get your goddamn us goddamn story. Yeah, I had Michael. to tell the truth here. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. We already performed there twice, but then now we're getting now we're hosting Spring Break every fucking day. We basically were nightclub employees for a month, and living out of this fucking bus, which I could only this this is five more podcast episodes just talking about happened what happened in that month because when we weren't hosting the pool party. The next day, we hosted the night party out by the pool where we on on the main stage where we did our show. So we hosted a pool party, and then the the and then the, the next day we had we'd have the night off, and then we'd have the mornings off. But we had to host that night. So there was a couple times where I was like, you know what, D- day like five, you're like, all right, I'm going to die. This is going to kill me. I cannot physically black out every day, <laughs> still get up and be like punctual. And then some rich lady's like, hey, I need you to plug the fucking the blah, 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 blah. And I'm, I, she'd come to me like for days. I'm like, I had to like kind of like clap out like, yo, I'm sorry, but who the fuck are you? She's like, I'm the lady who, who write the, the, the $30,000 check for you to be here. I was like, oh, yeah. All right, so how much are the margaritas again? <laughs> I was like, yo, come on on here to the bowl. We got two for one margaritas. Because I hate when people come in like venues. I'm sure you've had oh, this. Oh, God. They give you the hey, list of shit to say. Uh, I need you to promote the nacho bar and uh, the fact that we have two for one Jaeger bombs, and that is the worst. But when I heard it's this a lady, vibe killer. Oh yeah, because you're like, yo, I'm trying to entertain these people, yeah, not be a I'm commercial. Rock the mic, and then they're like, you don't get your fucking check, and I'm like, make sure you sign up for Tootie Trivia every I'm in the Tuesday. Park, I'm in the parking lot putting flyers on windshield wipers. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey guys, it's me, the host. Hey, quick announcement: table six. I've got your mott sticks, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, so it's like dance, monkey, dance. Yeah. So crazy fucking month, some of the wildest crazy shit, day and night. We're at the largest nightclub in America at spring break. And you're living on the bus right out there. We're living on the bus. We did the did, bus have AC on this one? Yes, but it also had these big windows that slid open and everything. Yeah. But um, eventually when the money started coming in, I, I found a guy who followed, like he was like a MySpace friend of mine. And his like mom owned a condo, coincidentally of all places, right across the street in this little like little condo neighborhood. And uh, I remember kind of had to tell him some stories. Like, yeah, it's just me and like you know, like you know, a couple people, you know, couple British friends of mine. Yeah, Very some classy. some business folks, some yeah. doctors. Not knowing there was a bunch of fire breathing strippers, they were fucking out of their mind. We had like a rule. I had to tell the English girls like. Listen up, Matt. I don't care if you go out and suck all the dick you want to, but just we don't want to know if you die or not. You know, get like, what's that lady that got abducted in Aruba? Oh, so uh, J- Nancy. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Holloway? Yeah, Holloway. Something. Natalie Holloway. Natalie, Natalie Holloway. Holloway. I was like, I don't want you bitches to die and just, we don't know what the fuck happened to you. So just tell us if you're going to go behind a dumpster and fuck some dude or something. I'm going to cock you. But these girls, these English girls could drink and drink and drink and drink. And I remember Art was like fucking with some nasty bitch <laughs> that had hairy armpits, and I'm pretty sure she was doing heroin or something because they kept disappearing. And he had just fucked this hot, this hot chick who was like black and white. Her name was Zoe, <laughs> coincidentally. So hot. I'm still friends with her to this day. We still talk on Facebook. So fucking hot. 
And he, like, blew her off. He, like, fucked her one night, but then this one junkie, like, hippie chick with hairy armpits, like... Because soulmates, kept, man. Yeah, that heroin, dude. I don't know what the fuck was up with that shit, man. They just, like, build this bond that's, like, it surpasses I would, anything I, I else. I literally saw this crackhead downtown, and he was doing, like, almost like the walk-like-Egyptian dance, you know? And I was looking at him, and I was like, man, I don't have anything in my life I love as much as he loves crack. Like it was just like it was a sad moment for me because I was like, he's at least got something that just makes makes every morning worth waking up for. It's like being at a prom and you're like you're just dancing with yourself, and this guy's over here dancing with heroin. Like I need someone like heroin in my life who can love me and hold me like I need to be held. Dancing in the moonlight, just scratching himself. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, yeah, and Art and Heavy C had this thing. They would go out and and late at night and go to like you know some. uh, some questionable areas like meanwhile no one wants to be like in the hood they're yeah. like yo hey so uh, where's the rough part of town yeah you know what i'm looking for the experience <laughs> so i remember art telling me one time this is a whole nother time on tour i think we were like in georgia we were performing at, at the masquerade and i remember him walking like around the block in circles i'm like yo what are you doing like yo we're like unloading the trailer what the fuck are you doing he's like no, I got I got to get some I got to get some weed and you know the, you know drug addicts always say yeah. the weed you Every know? drug addict tries to tell you weed like hey man sorry I nodded off and stole all your shit I just needed some weed <laughs> Yeah So I would watch him and one one time I kind of went around the side of the building and I seen him just standing there like walking in circles going Cuckoo! <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? Is he trying to call the heroin falcon? Yeah, no. Flying Dead down. ass, Miguel. Hand a stack of bubbles. I'll call him right now. He'll he'll confirm these stories are true. He was like, hey, hey, cuckoo. And I was like, and they would look and they would like, I was like, what the fuck? He's like, yo, we just had a whole conversation. I was like, about what? He's like, well, I asked him if he had any, if he had any drugs. He was like, yeah, what drugs do you need? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for what, what, what do you got? And he started listening up, what do you what blah, 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 what he got? And I was like, you got all that from, it was implied. Yeah, and then and then they would do some weird ass shit. Like there was times where I'd be in a bathroom pissing. Art would come in. He was like digging in the trash can. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, yo, the drop, bro. I got to get the drop. And I was like, wow, like I would learn so many interesting things that I never knew really existed. I want to try that. Like I just want to when they put my arm out and be like, Ca-caw! just some falcon lands on it and drops a package of Coke or something. <laughs> Dude, I'm dead ass serious. One time we had broke down somewhere in some other fucking hood town and Art and Heavy C were, I swear to God, they walked around this block like eight times. They had probably walked like two miles looking for dope. And there was all this, like, I don't know if it's universal language or if you see some white dudes walking in the hood uh, jogging at a brisk speed. (laughs) That is code word for I'm looking for drugs. Well, that's what they'd fucking do, man. And it was crazy. So it brings (laughs) us to this whole crazy month that I'm not even going to bore y'all with all the crazy threesomes and the wild, wild rock and roll shit. Hot chicks are way too hot to be fucking me, and I'm fucking headlining. That my name's on the like my whole face on this billboard. Where you told us about that time you're fucking that girl in the window. And was I opened open, the window. I told, there it was. I, you. Told I told you podcast, on this. Yeah. Oh, did I? Okay, cool. Shout out to whoever heard that story. Yeah, that was good. So that's that bleeds into this story. But then I remember one time we had a we we were getting ready. We, no, we had woke up and I looked in front of the bus and there's two buses in front of us, and I looked down like. Who parked right in front of us? What the fuck? What are these nice buses? I get out as Brett Michaels. <laughs> and Brett Michaels had parked not one but two tour buses right in front of mine. So Brett like Michaels a- is sitting outside of his bus tomorrow. 
<laughs> no, no, even better. We come out, and he was like, "Yo, hey, what up, Mike?" And he said my fucking name, and Get I was out like, of here. "And this is in, and like he was like, Brett Michaels is still the man, man. Brett Michaels, yeah, he time. had just did a VH1 show where he was like doing this love, like Rock of Love or whatever it was called. So this guy, you know, kind of a big deal at the moment. Not to mention, you know, rock and roll legend, but you know, to these younger girls, were like, yeah, I seen you on VH1. He was at that point where the young people still knew him and the, the old heads knew him. Exactly. So this is probably the prime, of, the prime of his career, I would say, other than his 80s, 90s escapades. So we're sitting there, and then he, I remember him seeing Misha, and then and then Misha going across the street back to his little condo. And I remember, like, and he's like, hey, uh, my God, where's Misha? I was like, oh, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, hold <laughs> oh, on. Yes. And I'm, like, trying to, like, send a falcon out of my hand, like, <laughs> someone quickly go get her back in the condo. And uh, he hung out, and he came on our bus. And I, I'll never forget this. We were in, the, in what I called the galley. And we were fucking, I shit you not, like, six inches from nose to nose. And... I remember we had all these fucking pizza boxes because this... Uh, the pizzeria you were living in? Yeah, they were literally hooking us up. And it was getting to the point where I was like, I cannot eat no more pizza, but my, I need food, but this is <laughs> disgusting. I can't take no more. 30 days of eating this shit. And I remember him looking at me, and he was kind of awkward. I remember it was hot as fuck because we had did some fucking some jank ass engineering where we like <laughs> tapped into the like light pole and then got like... I remember the nightclub's electrician came. I was like, yeah, you're going to burn the bus down, man. You got to fucking, you got to put fucking blah, blah, blah on there. And we were running power, but it, it wasn't it wasn't too good with the AC. So you didn't really want to be on the bus during the day. And uh, anyways, I remember him being like six inches from my face, me and Brett Michaels. And we're just, and it's kind of quiet and it's hot as shit. You didn't go for the kiss? <laughs> we're sitting there. <laughs> And we're just staring at each other, and it's like this. I'm I'm jazzed, and he's kind of like jazzed too. And I'm like, whoa, is is Brett Michaels jazzed to be on this bus right now with me? And he's like, yo, man, this fucking bus is awesome. I was like, really? I was like, thank you. And he was like, yeah, man, shit. I wish I had something like this back in the day. I was like, well, shit, man, you now you got two buses. He's like, oh, you'll get there one day. And he said that to me, and I was like, wow, how fucking cool is this dude? He was so nice. And then uh, I started thinking, and I was like, wait a minute. I went on a flight to a gig to where love. I was in the airport, and I was flying to Ohio days before Christmas with Rab himself, our CKY buddy. Yeah. Viva La Bam, Jackass buddy. Rab, we had this gig. And uh, I'm not even going to talk about the – never mind. That's a whole other fucking This is the radio story. station Playboy gig? Yes. Yeah, you've told this one. So that girl was yeah. there, and I remember her being kind of friendly with me. And then I was like, man, I wonder if he like knows that I met that chick. She, I guess she won the Rock of Love show yeah. with him. And she was like kind of riding the wave and doing her thing. And I'm being like, wow, I know this chick that he was all like about. I don't know if they were like dating for real, for real, or if it was just TV. I don't fucking know. And uh, Sexual tension was thick. The pizza's right there. You guys are nose to nose. It's a hot uh, bus. And you then fucked? We, no, we said, let's get the fuck off this bus. It's hot as fuck. We walked out. He was in like, the "Let's get you lot. out of this shirt. It's a hot bus." We played football for like an hour and a half. Is that what you guys lot. are calling it these days? No, no, real talk. <laughs> Ask Misha where wherever she's at. We we played fucking football with Brett Michaels for like an hour, and he took a picture. I don't know if you can find his mice his MySpace or not, but 
He he fucking I can't posted, find my MySpace. He posted a photo of me and him in front of his bus with with, with the girls, and he posted it on his MySpace. And I remember reading the comments. You know, like first time you get posted on something, yeah. cool, you're like, oh, I want to see what these motherfuckers are saying. They're like, oh shit, it's my busy. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Fucking queer. And like, you know, like you know, they were fucking hating shit, obviously too. This is before Guy Fieri was coming up, so they didn't, they couldn't make that reference. <laughs> so uh, they were just like. Wow, and I was like, "Wow, this is cool." We like we're homies with Brett Michaels now, and after that long month, after the bus has not even moved out of the parking lot, I remember, and we were going back and forth like partying that yeah. bus. We had nights off, and some of the some of the guys, they were like, "All right, cool, we got the pool party today because that means tonight we're gonna rage." And yeah. then, like out in the sun, I was you know exhausted sometimes you know you keep doing that shit you can't keep going like that you will die and uh it was one of the most enduring it was almost like my mri i was like all right mike it's time to fucking get this shit done it's like a mental physical challenge like can i survive being drunk as shit for 30 days in a row dealing with a bunch of wild spring breakers that are leaving in a week. They're there for five days, and they're gone. Yeah. And then a whole other group comes in, and they're at level 10 because they're, like, <laughs> ready to die, too. So it was, like, hosting a party, but every, like, hour someone new shows up, like, fucking amped, like, spring break, motherfucker. Like, I'm fucking dying here. I've been doing this for three weeks now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I remember that footage that we filmed from this epic uh, month. That's how Vice got hold of me. And they had emailed me, and I remember seeing a, a, a documentary about a about a donkey fucking. And I remember seeing the logo. I was like, oh, the, the logo's pretty cool. And I remember I maybe had seen the trendy-ass hipster magazine somewhere in New York or something. That's, you know, where they're from. And then uh, that's how they they licensed the footage from me, and then they put that in Spring Breakers of the movie. Because Lavila was very, very strict on, like, people coming there to film. And we had one of these like they had like a team meeting it was like when saved by the bell the the season where they go to work that beach club <laughs> like they're all employees yeah. that's how it felt like the mike Vesey show was all employees of this club where the owners and the managers and there's this one fucking lady hope she's dead you fucking bitch uh, i have to look in the phone to find her name but uh she was a hating ass bitch and um they were like it was every day everyone like oh the the owners are german and they're like, Mike, you're doing great. We love it. We love it. It's great. I love your American energy. We love it. And uh, the, they were uh, fucking loving us. But the lady who was like this older lady, and I never had seen this, a club that was so successful and so big that they had like old ass, like haggard ladies. Like there was this lady, but she was nice. I'm not talking shade on her. They called her Shelly. And she looked like she was been there since spring break seventy five. She was like, I remember the first spring break. She had seashells as a bikini, and she looked like she had. Uh, she looked the lady from Beetlejuice that had her 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 throat slit in the waiting room. She's like ah, like the caseworker lady. Yeah. Her name was Shelly, and she was working the beach. And I'm like, hold on, this is like a a nightclub mecca of of this is like I grew up putting this on a pedestal in my mind. And Shelly is the one serving drinks by poolside at La Vila. I was like, and I looked around, I was like, God damn, there's all these old, angry, like, f- dudes in here in their, like, 40s, like, bartending. I'm like, She's like, Mike, ask me which one of the three stooges had the biggest cock. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we had like Mo. We had it was right when uh, the Jersey Shore shit was like at the all time yeah. high, and we had to host a party with that dude Mike the Situation. And I remember I'm like wearing like I'm out of control this time. I'm a little more reckless than I am now. You Are know, you a thinner Mike Busey? Thinner. Some leather pants and panties and no, shit. No, I was wearing like a purple speedo and shit. And I'm fucking out of control. I'm fucking getting wild. Do you have the stomach tat yet? No, oh, not so yet. Un- Pre stomach tattoo. Yeah. And uh fucking longer hair? I remember like this camera because I was like filming a different TV show every day. I was like, yeah. Mike, we have German TV, they want to come film you travel channel we did i did the tonight show we did like i had like uh jim norton there yeah. next to me as like they like did a whole segue this is when jay leno was hosting tonight show was he there at club la Vila or not jay leno but jim norton, jim norton was, was, he was yeah. doing like this spring break where you like yeah. hey we're here reporting live from spring break and and uh anyways fucking crazy wild month fucking just every day something what happened was the bus able to make it home so as it was all done and we were like, oh, we survived. And uh, we headed home. We got about an hour into the trip and we broke down in front of an auto zone. I remember filling the gas or filling the water bottles up, putting the radiator because it overheated. You know, I'm still, you know, I don't know nothing about mechanic shit. I'm just like, I don't and know. And you're hungover as shit, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We all felt like it was the quietest. Like it broke all our spirits. It's like a prison bus ride home. You know? so this is where it gets exciting. We finally get it back up and going. As we're there, pulled over, some mechanic dude comes. It's like, hey, man, I can help you. And that's who helped us. So I was like, man, man, what's it going to take, man, to, like, you know, maybe have you, like, you know, falls a little longer just to make sure we're good. He's like, yeah, I'll do that. All right, cool. So he falls about an hour or two. And then he calls. He's like, yeah, man, you're looking good, man. You're going to make it home. I'm going to head back back to Panama. You're losing your fighter escort now? Your yeah. bomber's just flying into Germany? Exactly. <laughs> we're about to go fucking radio dead yeah. silence. Like, here we go. So we're cruising. We're cruising. Uh, then uh, we break down in Tallahassee. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to do the math. Like, okay, how far back to Panama did they already get? Yeah. I call them. And uh, I remember I called him. I think my phone was dead. And I went into a Kinko's in this little shopping plaza in Tallahassee. And I said, hey, man, uh, it broke down again. He's like, really? He's like, fuck. He's like, well, I could turn around and I could probably come back. I was like, that would be great. And I was like, bro, please, please, please. You're my only lifeline. I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I'm in Tallahassee. Blah, blah, blah. So... We're all just chilling, and and remind you, the people that had common sense or family members or loved ones who care about them already evacuated. <laughs> yeah, they were able to jump shit. That's it's like the dot, the draft dot. Yeah, like you know, if you were so important, you got the fuck out of Nam. Well, by the time there's like, all right, the people who didn't have any loved ones or people that lived in Europe, or there's like a, like a good ten of us, right? And we're just still you know hungered down trying to make make it back home in this bus I had just bought. And I'm just like, all right, man, I just want to get this thing back. We're going to make money with this thing. Like, I'm going to start renting out. We're going to have, like, party buses. Like, I might have one of my homies live in it and pay, charge some rent from it. This thing's pimped the fuck out. Brett Michaels was in this thing. Oh, my God, this is the life. I'm loving it. And uh, and, I, and I'm understating the value of, like, 
having all my my homies come together and literally five days straight pimp his ass. We had like shit that homies had found in garages. Like I feel thousands like you're understanding the sexual tension between you and Brett Michaels. Yeah, like that was insinuated. There was like four times you mentioned nose to nose. It was really weird because I was like just in the hallway. I was like, oh hey yeah. And he was like, man, this is. And he genuinely was like, whoa, this is cool. And and then that made me feel good. I was like, damn. Yeah. So. McKinnon comes back to his parking lot of Kinko's and starts working on it. And I remember we're just like, fuck, we're all like morale is all time low. We're all sweating our balls off. It had windows that could slide open. And uh, I remember just sitting there and all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. He's like, I hear a, hey, you're all good, man. I got the bus. I think I paid them another like, eight hundred dollars or something him another dude they're like yeah we put this uh fucking electric fan motor on here the radiator you you're good man you're gonna be good i was like oh my god i was like hugging him thanking him all this shit i'm like bro thank you so fucking much i so appreciate it and i I had to get the girls like hey good news we're all gonna live get back (laughs) in the bus we can go home so we're all excited and I remember seeing a couple of guys piss one more time in the parking lot and jump in the bus. And uh, I remember the guy he drove off. And I was like, man, that was so cool. We, we got so lucky. We got so fucking lucky. And uh, we drove we were right there at this little intersection. We get this red light. And then we had this this chick who was like dating this like Spanish dude. I don't remember his name. It was like Pedro or something. I think it actually really was Pedro. I'm not trying to sound <laughs> ignorant right now, but he's probably a Pedro. He spoke really horrible like broke English. It was kind of funny when he would talk. He's like, "Mate, the uh, um, And all of a sudden, we we go to cross this intersection. It was an eight lane highway. Four on one side, yeah. kind of a median where the light cut through, and four on the other side. And all I hear is, fire, 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 from this Pedro dude. And all the girls are rushing up from the back. And I'm like, what, what, what the fuck, what the fuck? And I see smoke burrowing. And all of a sudden, the air brakes stop. The bus locks up. And we're dead center in the middle of an <laughs> eight-lane highway in Tallahassee fucking Florida. The home of the Seminoles stuck there, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I remember panicking and watching uh, Sims run to the gas station to the corner and rip off one of those uh, squeegee uh, window wiper <laughs> things and try to dump the fu- – it, like, it was like spitting on a fucking bonfire. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And I don't know how this happened, but literally within like – two minutes which felt like 30 minutes because it was like i was traumatically like oh fuck oh fuck and i could still like almost see the taillights of the mechanic i just paid 800 bucks drive off into the distance this is at night by the way where it's dark out and i was like motherfuck and i was gonna call him but i was like no mike you're fucked this is this is your world this is what reality is right now and I don't know how, but on that lonely road, all of a sudden I hear a fucking fire truck flying and they showed up and we had this all on camera and it's this bus this giant ass 42 fucking foot bus. When the airlocks, uh, 
lock up, you ain't moving the bus. Yeah. It's dead right there. And as we were doing it, I remember everyone pulling me back because I had remember in the very back of the bus, I had my CKY book bag. The rest of the cash, I think I had like maybe four grand in cash on me. And all the tapes, tapes, not 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 cards, yeah. not SD cards. I'm talking mini DV tapes. It was like 30 hours, which was an hour each tape. I had 30 plus tapes in this book bag in this back closet. And they were holding, they were damn near trying to fight me. And I was like. It was like backdraft. Like, no, I remember Pedro. No, you crazy. It's not worth it, Mike. Don't go. I was like, fuck you. Get the fuck off me. And sit, like, they're holding me back. The girls are screaming, having fucking like, no, it's gonna blow. It's gonna blow. The whole back half of the bus is on fire. I got all this on fucking camera, by the way. Yeah. I run into the bus. Everyone's off. I'm like. And I can't see shit, but I, I'm really good in the dark areas. I know how to, like, feel my way around. And uh, I was, like, 10 feet into the bus, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I fucked up, and I tried to breathe. Ooh. And I fucking had this, like, nasty black fucking rubber. I was like, the fucking tiger upholstery. <laughs> I can remember smelling the black fumes of the fucking upholstery from Joan Fabrics just being fucking engulfed in flames. And I had to quickly get to the back, Miguel, and find the, the right side closet yeah. door. And I knew at the bottom of my book bag was in there with the rest of the money I had to my name, which was a lot of money at yeah. the time. A whole lot of money. That was like a million dollars in there. It was no motherfucker stopping me from running in that fucking backdraft situation on all the tapes. I grabbed it and barely made it out. My whole face is covered. It's I got all this on camera. I'm like sudded out. I got like black teeth. Like I, it, I was so black I could have probably got canceled. They would have thought I was doing blackface. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I have a fucking toxic rubber lung still to this day. And I got out and and right as I like came out, that's when the fire the firefighters were like spraying it down. And I was just like, wow, fuck. I just put all my chips on this. I was like, I made some money. I'm going to put it into something that's gonna I can use again and again and again and make even more money. And it all just got lit up in flames. And I remember being like, oh, shit, I know what happens next. A tow truck is going to come tow this. I'm not going to pay anything. They know that I own it. And they're going to tow this out of the intersection. So being the... F- and oh, by the way, the prop trailer is still connected to this bus. The whole front of this this thing had been lit on fire. It was charred. It, it looked like gunmetal, like silver. It was like... It was all black. I remember I bought it for three grand. It was a diamond cargo trailer. That was the name of the brand of it. Yeah. And all the props are in there. And I remember being like oh, fuck, they're going to come, and they can't move this bus. So what did I do? I started grabbing everything. I looked like a fucking Hurricane Katrina looter. You would have thought I went to a fucking a riot and literally just started pulling TVs, and I slid the, the, the window open and handing it off like a bunch of ants and trying to salvage anything I could because I knew that I was about to say goodbye to this bus because this bus was not running again. And I was not going to pay 
the toe because I knew it was going to get me. And that brings me to my story of how I still, to this day, to this fucking day, I still owe the DMV $2,000. I refuse to pay. And none of my vehicles are registered to my name. They're all in my business. So fuck you. You ain't getting shit. And that is how you don't pay the DMV that stop those. I've thought about randomly calling that tow truck company because you have to settle with them individually and be like, hey, Mike is, uh, you know, he's not looking too good. He's got a. He's got some fucking problems, man, but he's, got he's the, willing he's to got give you a hundred bucks if you just, you know, check off, if you just sign off on this and let him get back his, you know, let him give his register. Because that's why none of the shit's registered in my name. Yeah. None of it. I've run into that problem with this. Yeah. Uh, You're like, <laughs> no, I know all about this. Mike, I know all about this as I'm trying to get titles for every vehicle. Yeah. So. But with that, with that, Mike, you know what I'm talking That was a long story. I know it, but it was, I hope it was, actually, no, the story's not over. I'm not even missing. Hold on. How, how much time we have? We're we're at the first half. Let's come back to it, and then we'll, we'll tell the story. Oh, no. It gets way better. Well, let's hold on. Let's get the next half of the uh, Brett Michaels Love Triangle Tour Bus Fire in just a moment. You're listening to the Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking, and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone the extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. To Memberships is you're missing out. I, uh, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here that are like outcasts in society. And they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, I got to fuck with this guy. 
Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field bed. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, because they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh, a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking... 
see the debauchery show Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Welcome to hour two. A lot of people say, well, I'm still here with you. And I oh, get yeah. the snaps and the messages. I'm just happy when uh, when people send me snaps and they mention something from hour two, and I'm like, nice. Bro, sometimes the followers send me messages on Instagram or Snapchat, and it's like a underground reference. Like, man, I hear Saturn's going to look really visible tonight. And oh, I'm just like, Saturn huh? dick. And then they're like, ha, 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 ha. Like, it's like when someone called like, the, 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 the prank jokes. Like, yo, is <laughs> fucking Seymour there? And I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers. And I love it, the interaction we get from you followers. It's fucking amazing. The members, if you're a member, you get to see all our uncensored content. We just dropped a new show um, with a guy named Gum Gang, who is like this uh, redneck dude who's a local He's who lives in a trailer that. park behind a gas station with it's no like, teeth. Yeah, it's like he is like if a swamp person evolved to being even more powerful. Like, you know, like... Swamp man over, overlord. He is Florida man. Yeah, Like, he when is. I think of Gum Gang, I think of every story that starts with, Florida man has sex with a, with a heron <laughs> and a crane. <laughs> so we just did a new show called White Trash Life Hacks. You can see it exclusively on MikeBusey.com. Can I, can I say one part of... Like, I'm gonna, no yeah, spoilers. Go ahead. go ahead. There is a segment called Dick Fishing. Exactly. And uh, just use your imagination, and it is fishing, and it does involve your dick. <laughs> and yes, it, it could does. Not, could not have been scripted better. It happened naturally, but it couldn't have been written better. And it's a really, 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 really great segment. And may I add, too, during the filming of Dick Fishing, Gum Gang's ball cheese was so stank that it actually made Mike angry. And at one point, I saw Mike sitting on the boat, and I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong, man? What's ruining your vibe? And he's just like, he doesn't want to talk about it. And then finally, he's like, it's fucking ball jeans. I can smell he's it. He's like, no, it's my B.O. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm fat. I got stank dick, too, sometimes. That's ball cheese. That's not B.O., player. Come on. Don't be. You going to lie to your Lord like that? Is that where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Lying about your ball cheese? Stank dick, when it hits you, too. Like, you're like, let me piss. Let me just open. Whoa! That is. That's a lot of ripe going on on that dick. We also just released the entire calendar for 2021. Jeff, uh, one of our longtime members, he was there. It was like 5 in the morning. And, um. I was naming some dates to come in and things that you probably are going to be angry about, Miguel. Yeah, so. I definitely know. I'm just hoping that super COVID hits and we can cancel <laughs> it all again. <laughs> this motherfucker. He's like the... He just... No, because okay, original... You're like the Grinch of The, the of Grinch the of weekends. financing. Okay? <laughs> the, the, the Grinch who looks at our books and says, so we're going to Mexico right now? Cool. Where does the Mexico time and money come from? Don't worry, Miguel. 
I was terrified of last year's calendar because you wanted to go out of the country. And I, and here's the thing, I, not talking shit, I could do it. I could leave the country every month. I could stay on the road. And I know you can't too, but I know also, you know, Mike Busey don't like to travel if he ain't on his bus. And when I started, when I started looking, Diva like, alert. yeah, Diva I was alert. like, okay, we're going to go to Europe for a month, Mike. Okay. I'm going to be fine. The only thing that was, that was worrying me is like my, my, my baby Jetta girl. Jetta girl. Jetta girl. The thing was worrying me was you finding ranch dressing in like fucking Prague. Miguel, <laughs> why did they put sour cream and cheese on my burrito and, and fucking guam? Guys, running joke, but if you ever watch any of the Columbia tapes from us, you will see Mike explaining to them that they're doing tacos wrong because they need shredded cheese, lettuce, and sour cream on them. And then the guy looks at Mike, he's like, you mean like Taco Bell? Fuck Taco Bell. <laughs> Not to mention, I was already disgusted. There was corn tortilla because I, I want flour on my tortillas. Okay. You want the American taco experience, which is basically a cheeseburger mm, on a flour tortilla. Stop it! You're getting me horny. <laughs> well, hey, you know what else is getting you horny? Your stories with Brett Michaels. Uh, <laughs> dun dun. Segway. Uh, so if you're still with us, thank you. And if you're a member, thank you even more. We appreciate you. Uh, I feel like the PBS commercial. It's a. Uh, Contributes, contributes, uh, contributions. Of people like you brought make to you this. by the letter Saturn Dick. Yes, it's 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 those who are able to uh, make this possible. So if you are listening, we we love that you're listening. But you could actually be watching and seeing. We're actually doing special Illuminati gang symbols that translate to a treasure map that you can find <laughs> in Cocoa Beach, Florida. You heard that, Qunon? You know. <laughs> so if you watch, then maybe you'll be. And uh, awoke into a whole nother fucking parallel universe. We got gay frogs tearing up America. So, finish up hour, the, two. hour two of, of the Brett Michaels bus fuck. So, at this moment, my entire dreams in life is, well, crushed. <laughs> you watch your bus on fire. You got the black lung now. All the canaries are dead inside. But you rescued the $4,000 in all the uh, tapes. There's miles of traffic backed up. <laughs> And it's a Sunday night, too. It's like a slow night. Tallahassee doesn't sleep. You know, home of the Seminoles. And I hate being the one on the side of the road knowing I'm the reason for Because you can't bullshit like you're a bystander. Like, what's going on? I'm- oh, yeah, no. This is when, like, cell phone footage was kind of, like, still early. And there were definitely people filming what the fuck was happening as my bus was on fire. It was definitely on the news. And I just remember being like, hey, I got probably 10 minutes 15 the most to get whatever the fuck i actually want off this bus into this trailer start ripping up the tiger rip up the tiger fabric oh no hey no actually that's so funny you say that do you remember that uh long like booth thing that was out by the pool that had the little coasters at seven no here here there was there was a jeff remembers there was this long because I had a chick. Oh, in the back, in the back, by the yeah, pool. Yeah, it had a bench. Where the, part, where the, where the pirates foam. are now? Yes, yeah. exactly. It was where the pirates are now. That was actually from the bus, and since my friend who killed himself, um, I had it reupholstered because it was all white and it was destroyed. So we had some chick that was kind of cute that had like a really shitty boyfriend. Uh, she came over here and she upholstered it, and I kept it going. I think it's uh, actually in the in in the whack shack where the generator is right now. But that's actually from that fucking bus. Oh my fucking god! I cannot believe I just put that together in my mind. That's beautiful. 
And I remember how long it was, and you couldn't bring it in through the front door, so it had to go turn sideways and be brought. I was, I literally like I was looting a fucking Circuit City, like fucking Radio Shack. I'm like shoving TVs out the window. I'm trying to rip up upholstery. I tried to get this. Apparently, art like camper RVs have like these fancy like um, for refrigerators, and I'm like trying to rip it out. I'm like no. It stays. Move on to the next thing. I'm like trying to assemble this whole team of people ripping things out. I imagine and, you moving at the pace of like supermarket sweep. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, like, go, go, go. Because about, about five minutes into it, surprisingly, these blood-sucking vampire tow truck guys show up. And they see what I'm doing. And they put and these guys are slick little street motherfuckers. You yeah. know, No one's ever excited to see a tow truck driver. Mm-mm. He's some scumbag normal dude's like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you guys. I'm gonna fuck you good. Except may I add our two tow truck drivers who helped us out today. Yeah, they were they were great. They Thank were fucking guys. great. Seven hours working on moving our bus. Yeah. Um well, tell me about the blood sucking. They got me for a thousand, but whatever. Yeah. Um so they see me and all of a sudden I see him like working faster. But then I'm like, I see him, he looks at me, and it's like checkmate. I'm like, quickly, faster. And I remember Pedro was like, we can't fit no more in the back of the trailer. I was like, Is disconnected. Pedro from the highlands of Scotland or the know. lowlands? I don't know. I was like, <laughs> disconnect the trailer from the bus. They're going to pull this thing out of here. And the guy sees me like, and he starts like calling someone. And all of a sudden someone else shows up. This guy didn't know that he had to go down below the bus and have to disconnect the, the drive shaft. And there's like this like uh, big, huge like bolt, like a like a... Uh, a link that you pull out and that disconnects the the transmission um, from so so when the air brakes yeah. lock up you can't the the thing is deadlocked right it's like slamming the brakes and having it permanently stop so this guy is like trying to get underneath there and as he's underneath there I'm fucking opening like this bay door in the bottom of the bus and pulling out these brand new international batteries that I had they were like <laughs> very expensive. <laughs> Some deep cell batteries. This guy's watching me pull the batteries off the fucking bus. I'm ready to melt down the copper wire wherever it is. I'm like, yo, we're fucked. And I'm just glad I got all the tapes and I got in the last little bit of money. Where were you putting all this stuff? Inside the trailer. Yeah. We had we had pulled it out and we had pulled out a shark head, which oh my fucking god is right, right here. The shark head's back. Oh my fucking god, the shark head is right here in front of me. If you're watching, you remember mybc.com, you can see the shark head right in front of me right here. That shark head's been doing some shit. Hold up, Shout now out to the did head. you disconnect the trailer, Corman? Where were you at? You weren't shooting me. You weren't shooting at. You weren't shooting with me in the gym. Fucking Corman. That, that Drake song. Where you? Where you at when I was shooting in the gym? Corman wasn't around when Sharkman was around. Anyway, so but you disconnected the trailer. Yeah. How did then, you guys disconnect it? Uh, we had to pull it up, and it was charred. I remember all of our because we couldn't just pull it with our hands. We had to like pull it up underneath our arms. We had like fucking black, like fucking coal all over our, our shit, and we were talking about some hot ass British chicks that had already been through a month of hell, <laughs> and. They're like, fuck. They were ready to jump ship the first time this bus broke down. So now it is. It's like 10, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. How many hours night. have you been there? Um, when the Before the tow truck driver could finally disconnect the linkage, a good hour and a half maybe, 
Well, there was this parking lot, this big plaza. And you guys just standing there with TVs at and like shit. Kinko's. Oh yeah, no, we had we we tried to we got mo- there was a lot of shit. I still wish if I had a one more run in there, I would have got I would have cleaned I would have cleaned up. Um, the back was like completely done. I'll show you all the footage later. It'll be on mikebc.com. And um, I remember there was a can of gold spray paint that rolled out, and it like rolled in front of your tire, and. I just had this moment. I was like, Mike, if you don't film this, then it's all for nothing. So I was like, grab the fucking camera. Just. And this is like a cam. Like, this is a, like a Sony Handycam or some shit, right? We, we had a decent little camera. We yeah. had a decent. We, you know, we, that was the one thing we did put some money into. We invested into a nice little camera. And I remember uh, us filming, and I was like, oh, I don't know what it is. I don't know if the Lord's telling me I need to change my line of work. But it is game fucking over. I've lost my ass. I've spent it all on this shit. And here I am dead in the water. I think of the Joe Exotic. I'm never going to financially recover from this. Yeah, no. That's exactly the speech. And it's on this video, which I'll definitely upload to the site. Um, I'd spray paint the word, the the phrase game over. Giant (laughs) as fuck. Because I'm like, yo, I've never seen this bus again. This bus is gone. (laughs) I just stripped this bitch down, took the batteries. I'm like... I'm trying to disassemble the fucking lights and shit that we just bought for this thing. You know, I'm I'm all in. I invest my entire that entire gig that I was so lucky. I was I would have done it for free. That's how much I. So love. you guys took that bench though out the bench that was at the back of the pool. Yeah, it's it's still here. That was one of the things you removed though from dude. And, and this bench is like a twelve foot long. Yeah, it's like, huge. It's two pieces. It's like a backrest and a, and then like a cushion. And it was ruined though, still. And you were like, yeah. I was like, no, we're taking this. We can read a poster dish. And that I did. And I brought it back to life. And then it was left outside. And anyways, I'll bring it. You know, after this podcast, I'm going to bring it back to life. We do got the hookup on a nice little poster you can get, guys. So Good shout go. out to him. Um, anyways. Uh, so what? how'd you guys get back home? So we, um, we, we fucking pulled the trailer, which was like, I'm pretty sure someone to this day still has like a, a fucking vertebrae missing because it was ungodly heavy and art was like we need more people to pull the trailer Ca-ca, ca-ca. Yeah. i would have I would loved some crackheads to help us in the middle of the intersection because not only are we in the middle of the intersection there's hundreds of cars backed up going each way <laughs> as your hand carrying a giant smoked out and trailer. they're just watching this whole thing like it was bad you hear people honking every now and then, like fuck you but then people were kind of sympathetic because they saw the actual fire like damn this guy just got fucked what you guys should have done is laid one of, your, one of the most useless people lay them on the ground and just put like clothes over their face like they're dead because nobody, no, nobody yells shit when they realize somebody died in an accident. They're just like, well. Well, here's the thing. I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot about this part. Is that I remember low, not low key. It wasn't no low key. I'm, I should say high key. I was like stressed the fuck out being like, yo, what happens? Am I rig? Am I financially responsible for this? Like, is the city of Tallahassee going to sue me? What happens when something catches on fire? And I just given 800 bucks to these mechanics to ride off into the distance and i'm just like what am i gonna do tell them hey give my money back yeah. my shit just caught on fire from this brand new like electric fucking radiator uh fan you put in because that's i mean we let me let me rephrase this miguel for the, the kids at home we went not even a hundred fucking yards <laughs> not even a hundred yards from maybe 50 yards from the the parking lot of this shopping plaza where the kinko's was into the intersection that's right there, 
and was dead. The guy had probably not even like counted the money I'd given him. He had probably, you know, when you leave a situation, you don't talk about it yet until you get further away. Like, <laughs> hey, man, it's, oh my god! Like, those guys are probably not even celebrating yet. I and, bet you one of the guys was like, "Hey, real quick, boss, was we supposed to hook the ground up?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, no, oh, I think yeah. we're good. I think we're good." Like they literally, if they would have looked in their rearview mirror, they would have seen <laughs> the driving. fire. And it's been like, well, Cletus, thank you. We just need to go home now. We did everything we could. That boy, well. I can imagine they just turned on the news and they were like, oh, fuck. Oh, it was, it was bad, man. So we're sitting in this parking lot of Kinko's. It's late. They're like, everything in this whole plaza is like closed. And the, we watched the bus get towed off. Surprisingly, the tow was only two miles away. We had a fire truck show up randomly so quick and easy. And a tow truck driver that took way too long did not know that he had to disconnect the linkage to, to pull it out. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, man. And I'm I'm ready to put, I'm ready to eat a bullet at this moment. I'm just like, fuck. This is when you have like those, this is going to fucking make you or break you moments like in, in your morale. It wasn't about like the money. It was about like. I had gambled and I had lost it all. It's like one of those moments where you see like some guy just like he, he just loses everything. And I was just like, fuck, man. Fuck. And I, I actually started to kind of maybe reconsider what I was doing. I was like, maybe. I'm going to call Charlotte Russe up and see if I can get my old job. Back. Maybe I should go back to the old, old fucking. Old Dixie Stampede. <laughs> maybe I should go back to fucking normal life. And, Mike, um, we've been waiting for you at Dixie Stampede. And I remember Looking someone back. was like trying to use internet because I remember like the person at Kinko's was like, "Oh, I'll let y'all come in and like use the bathroom." And we're all covered like, in soot and shit. Yeah, we're, there's like a bunch of hot stripper chicks lined up sitting on a curve in front of the shopping plaza, and we're just sitting there demoralized and just like fuck. And all of a sudden, this lady shows up. She's like, "Hey." Are y'all okay? I saw the whole thing happen. And, I was, and we just kind of like, yeah. No, lady, I'm pretty fucking far from okay. I didn't even want to approach approach her vehicle. She was like, hey, listen, I was going to the bar to see my friend's band play, and I came back around about an hour or so, and I seen y'all were still there. Oh, my God, are, are is everyone okay? I was like, yeah, we're okay. Just fucking... And at this point, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I have, like, a shitty cell phone that's, like, charging inside of fucking Kinko's. And You're I'm covered like, in soot. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking miserable. All of a sudden, Brett Michaels just rolls up. Hey, kid, get in. No, I wish. <laughs> Take my bus, Michael. So Brett this, Michaels. So this lady looks at us like, well, hey, do y'all want to stay at my place? And I heard her when she first said it. And I was just like... Nah. I don't need to get my organs chopped off, too. But I was so at the bottom. <laughs> I was so demoralized. I looked over to everyone sitting down on the curb. I said, hey, any of y'all want to get in this car with this random-ass lady and go to her house? And they were like, well, I got to pee. And <laughs> da, 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 da. How many people were with you? There was like 10 of us. And how many could fit in the car? Only like five or six. So the, the other the other six just had to be abandoned? Well, here we go. Here, yeah. This is where the story gets more interesting. Thanks for listening to the second hour, guys. So this lady's like, hey, I live right down the street. I promise, like, I'm not crazy. And <laughs> oh. you can totally get in my car. 
And granted, this is like the beginning of like what I was thinking. Okay, you never you ever get proposition for something really <laughs> hot and sexy, but then you're like, I'm just not in the mood. Like every now and then, that one moment, the opportunity comes, and you're like, Fuck, not now. I don't want to drive all the way to her house. No, this is she was ready to pick us up. Where? So the the girls from Britain they get in her car. And I was just like, yeah, okay, y'all did your <laughs> tour. I, you've already done whatever the fuck you want to do all month. I don't care. I'm over this. I'm ready to eat a bullet. I'm just like, all right, guys, who wants to get in a car? I literally <laughs> said verbatim, and, and God strike me down if I'm lying. I said, who wants to get in this car with this random ass lady and go to her house? And half all the girls got up and got into the car with her. And then I remember still just being like checked out. I was like, "Yeah, all right, we'll see you later, guys. Good luck. Bye, everyone. I'm just it's like stay it was, here with my bus and trailer. Oh, the bus was gone. Where's the trailer in, at this point? It was in the parking lot of the Kinkos. Nice. So I'm just like, man. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, my phone's charging. This place is about to kick me out. I'm a good four hours from being home. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, so. We start. I call one of my buddies up and I say, "Hey, can you rent a uh, like a U-Haul for me?" Cause you, you, I didn't have a card at yeah. the time. You know, it was, it was nighttime and everything too. Yeah. I was like, "Can you find something and can you drive up here and um, get me like uh, a U-Haul so I can load up the trailer and hitch the trailer to something so we can get at least all the props and the extra bus shit we got?" It's like, well, what happened? I was like, oh, the bus caught on fire. He's like, no, really, what happened? He's like, he's like, what do you mean? I just saw you hanging out with Brett Michaels. Yeah. And at that moment, I was like, wow, I was just hanging out with Brett Michaels. <laughs> and a month before this, I was hanging out with Brett Michaels' girlfriend. And she was topless in this radio station. And I remember posting photos of it. And this is back in the Wild Wild West days of MySpace. I was posting some ratchet shit, and, and like, I was getting away with it. Motherfucker, this is the curse of Brett Michaels. And I was like, oh, my God. Did he <laughs> sabotage my fucking art, my, my goddamn tour bus? Your phone he's... rings. Brrr, you're like, hello? Hey, Michael, it's Brett. Brett, go fuck yourself, kid. <laughs> so I was like, whoa. I kind of put that two together, but still I'm like, okay, what do I do? Where am I sleeping tonight? It's getting late. It's like 1 a.m. The lady shows back up Ooh. with the empty vehicle. It's like, hey. And hold on. Let me tell Her name is Stephanie, and I'm still friends with her to this day on um, MySpace. And um, she. You're still friends with her on MySpace? I'm, I'm talking about Facebook. Oh, I was going to say, nobody's friends with anyone on MySpace anymore. Look at this. Read me what this, this says on my phone. Can you read that? Yeah. Stephanie. What's that last name? Flournoy, Tallahassee, tour bus, fire home. <laughs> this lady, I almost want to call her right now and be like, hey. So, hey, Mark. she's hot, by the yeah. way. Whoa, whoa, you didn't bring any of that up. Oh, yeah. That changes the whole vibe. The whole time I was thinking that this lady was like creepy. She's okay. hot. She's hot, but she's not like hot, hot. She's like. She's hot when you're sitting at a Kinko's and your bus is on fire and you need to ride hot. This is, and, 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 and I don't know if she dares even listen to this i don't know because we have had limited conversation but she was i'm trying to explain this she's like a local bar fly chick who would go to like rock band shows and be in the front row doing like the devil she's horns. like a hot daytona chick yeah she's a hot daytona chick 
But here's the catch. She lives in Tallahassee, and her next-door neighbor is Bobby Bowden, who at the time is like, you know, the legendary Bobby coach, coach of the yeah. Seminoles. So it's this super nice-ass neighborhood, and we get in the car. I got nothing to lose. I'm just on autopilot. Like, a homeless dude could have just showed me up and took me back to this cardboard box. Hey, and I'm like, Mikey, Whatever. you want to give me a little handy in this dumpster, and I'll get you some OJ? <laughs> hey, buddy, you're yeah. a godsend. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been like, hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank let you, me, brother. Let me lick all that soot off your arm. Soot, if you don't know, is full of vitamins, and that'll keep me alive. <laughs> so this lady... She uh, takes us back, and, and and I think maybe like five minutes into the car ride. You're getting soot all over her car, too. I didn't have that much on me, but I remember being like, damn, what if this is one of those like crazy like like organ farming like hustles? <laughs> like they find transients on the road, and then they go and cut drug them. And- At this point, you're just like, hey, lady. If you can just let me sleep during the surgery, <laughs> that'd be great. Be- exactly. But I was like kind of like... Like, whoa, hold on. She's attractive. She's an older lady who's attractive, and she's being really, really nice. And the street of me is being like, nah, Mike, Mm-mm. don't trust these hoes. Time to get out of here. Cuckoo. Yeah. I was, I was like, cuckoo, cuckoo. Like, the condor comes and picks you up with a crackhead riding it. Come on, Michael. Let's get you to freedom. The, Art's already flying on the another never ending story. A crack, yeah. It's a Falcor fucking crackhead Falcor fucking falling through. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like, all right, man. But I'm like, and I say, hey, are the girls okay? What girls, Mike? And then she's like, yeah, yeah, they're all fine. They're at, they're at my house showering and everything. They're with him. So, so I was like, huh? I was like, oh. Because I'm kind of like old-fashioned. You don't get too comfortable too fast where Mm-mm. it comes off rude. You're not like, why don't you suck the soot off my cock, lady? It's been a rough one. <laughs> so this lady's being very, very, very fucking nice. And we're getting, we're like, she actually lived right. I probably could geographically find exactly, I like a homing pigeon. I can find the exact house if I was at that intersection. All we I need could, to do is Google map that intersection, see the char on the ground, and then determine which direction from there. Like, I can follow us back. I'll get us there by nightfall. <laughs> so uh, she's driving back to the backside of this like uh, shopping center. Oh, that's the worst. When you're hitching a ride with somebody you don't know, and all of a sudden y'all Duck off, uh, duck off major streets. Oh yeah, no, it was getting, it was getting a little dark. But then I started seeing some like irrigation, yeah, like oh, some nice St. Augustine found. grass. There was like little subdivisions. So we pulled in this really nice ass subdivision. I was like, damn, well, what the fuck? And she was like, yeah. I was like, and I was like, all right, my bus is fucked. I'm fucked. I don't know how I'm even getting home. What do I do? All my shit's in a trailer. At, at a fucking parking lot. Are they going to steal it? Is it going to be towed? I don't fucking know. And uh, we pull up to this really fucking baller-ass house. Like, had to be worth at least, like, you know, close to a mil. But when uh, we get out of the car, I remember, oh, my God, it's so funny. I remember having, I brought a TV, a flat-screen TV. <laughs> One of the TVs you were yes. holding from the bus? Yes, I brought it with me. Because I was scared it was going to get fucked up in the trailer, so I kept it with me in the parking lot. That's so funny. I remember this. And I remember sitting it down. I can, uh, I can barter with this. Right at the front door of her house, like inside. They had like a little foyer I area. set my stuff down. Yeah. And here I am. I got no clothes, no toiletries. Like, I'm just Did like, everything burn up in the bus? Like A lot of my shit did, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Did a lot of the girls' stuff burn up? I had the CKY bag with all the tapes. Some of the girls' shit did. 
uh, Juan, he lost his shit. I remember him running up like, the fire, the fire, the fire. He's like, the plane, the plane, the plane. I was like, what the fuck? I remember like traumatically like anytime someone's on a bus and, and the music's going and partying and then someone runs from the back, I still fucking have like PTSD. I like, would love, no. I can imagine you walking in the house covered in soot, looking like shit, holding this TV and being like, you have a lovely home. <laughs> oh, no, no I was. TV down. <laughs> no, I dead ass serious. And and um, all right, so let me tell you this. So this lady's kind of like a local like bar fly, yeah. kind of like groupie chick. She was going to see, uh, and she knew this band that I was in, that I was like a big fan of, and they were actually the first band to perform um, at Castle Seven. Their name was Stereocide, and they were from Tallahassee, and. These this is like one of the bands to this day that I was doing shit with that should have been huge. They had like a real good southern rock, like badass fucking sound, and they were so good. Jeff Shields is the lead singer, and uh, they were the first band that performed in Sacramento Seven before anyone knew who they were. They had radio play. They went on tour. They did like nationwide tours. They were they were doing big shit, and I'll play their album. Um, they're one of the bands that I'm still mad about for not like being super, super big and famous because I knew they had it and they just didn't pull all the way through, at least as of now. But um, I remember her saying, yeah, I went to go see this band. You ever heard of Stereocide? I was like, oh my God, Stereocide. And I remember this is the point where I started feeling comfortable. I was like, oh, she knows. She was my buddy, Jeff. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I felt a little more comfortable. She's like, hey, listen. And and by the way, this this lady is drunk as fuck. Right, right. DUI City. <laughs> she's she's attractive. She's a she's a very attractive older lady. What are the girls doing right now? Oh, they're like showering. They're chilling. They're like watching TV. They got her feet up on her couch and shit. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck, bitch? Like, yo, this is America. You can't be getting all comfortable like you that. You still holding your TV? <laughs> no, the TV said, no, dead ass serious. I had, a, I had a fucking flat screen TV. I brought, I'm not even, I'm swear to God. I know you. I know you did. So I, I fucking, as we were like seeing everything, we're kind of like looking around. We're like, damn, this is a really nice house. But like, what the fuck? It's kind of like, it's kind of run down. Like, what's going on? And we I remember stepping out to the patio and going by the pool, and the pool was, like, black and green. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck is, why is this lady living in this nice-ass neighborhood? And this house was like, shit. There was, like, there was there was a bathroom that had, like, drywall. Like, I know missing. that there was, like, cigarette butts in an ashtray somewhere stacked up high. Like, so we're like, what the, f-? and I remember, because Misha's brother, God rest his soul, um, who's also not with us. Which is what God rest his soul. Means. I was about to say, this is just you just praying for him. There's a lot of dead people in this. God story. rest his soul. Is he dead? Nice, he's tired. Yeah. God rest him. You know. So I remember being like, "Yo, I think this lady's like trying to seduce us and fuck us." <laughs> and I got a girlfriend, and she she left the tour before, like we almost died on the bus. Who's your girlfriend again. at that time? Her name was Jessica. So, Jessica Stewart, and I remember. Um, calling her and saying i remember her freaking out because i didn't like get home or something like where the fuck are you what the fuck are you doing with the fucking whores you fucking asshole fuck you i'm done i'm covered in soot at a stranger's home and i'm and going then, to either be raped or murdered and i saved the tv no listen there was low-key a vibe that i was i feel like i'm getting raped and murdered <laughs> but i got nothing else to do <laughs> and i'm fucking taking this tv with me 
And as long as I keep this <laughs> this money I got and, and all the footage from this tour, because I literally have like the footage from the entire month. Did you get any footage at her house? No. Oh man. No, I don't. I don't think we did. You're like, I'm either gonna get raped or murdered, but whatever happens, I know I'm gonna get a shower out of this. So, oh yeah, and that brings <laughs> the next point. So we're like, hey, what's going on? Like, where is like? Uh, so are you married? It's like, yeah, but it's kind of like a story. And I was like, well, what's the story? And I'm kind of like getting curious now. I'm like, all right, I got yeah. my TV. I got my shit. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. TV so in hand. I'm going to make it. She tells me, well, something happened to my husband. And I <laughs> don't fell know. fell in the pool. <laughs> so basically, I think this lady was like a, a sugar. Like a, a, her, like a sugar baby? A sugar baby. An older sugar baby to some old rich ass dude who lived next door to Bobby Bowden in Tallahassee. And she invited all of us to her house. And this is like 12, 1 o'clock in the, eight in the morning. And we're at this house. And she's really, really nice. So it's kind of awkward. But we have nowhere else to go. We're like, fuck it. Let's get in this car. She brings us and trips to her house. We're seeing things not going on. We're seeing that like her, her, her fucking pool is like not taken care of and, and disgusting. And there's like, there's, there's some weird shit going on. And, she starts drinking more and i remember she had already placed like the girls in into like rooms in the house which i never actually ever went into i only saw like the kitchen the living room the patio and her room because she was like hey you and matt you can y'all two can stay in my room and you're like let me shower she's like keep this soot on oh yeah no no that's exactly what we did we said i'm thank you thank you thank you thank you we're so nice and she didn't have no food in her kitchen, too, because I remember, like, one of the girls, like, asked, like, hey, you got some biscotti or something, some pasta? <laughs> got some biscottis, British girl. <laughs> I was wondering, madam, uh, <laughs> do, does, your, does your pantry contain any skettis? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry, but could I, um, you know, I'm, I'm old school. I'm like, do you, do you mind if I use a shower? Yeah. Do you have a shower I can use? Madam, may I use your shower? I'm taking my TV in it as well because I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually kind of check on my TV a few times. <laughs> I was like, whoa, is this, is, did this bitch just break into some house? And yeah. are, we like, are we squatting somewhere right now? And I said, hey, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be nosy, but like, yo, where's your husband? She's like, I don't know. He, uh, he, he said he had a job in, in, in South America, and well, that was six months ago. And the cops would look for him and everything, and well... And I was like, oh, God, so this lady needs a friend right now. Like, what's going on? Like, what is either she killed him? I don't fucking know. I still, t- I, I probably be able to call this lady. I almost want to call her right now and, um, and just see if this is even her number because this is, this is 100% true. And I don't, I'm going to see if this, if, if this lady even has the same number. I'm going to call her. This is live right it's now. Two this, o'clock in the morning, guys. Yeah. <laughs> On a fucking, it's 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. And Mike's like, hey, I need to talk to you about the time. I had But I TV. do have her on Facebook, so I can't track her down if I need to. Hello, ma'am. Remember me? You didn't have skitties. Hey, is this Stephanie? No. This is not Stephanie? From. No, oh, I'm so sorry. So I'm so sorry. So, thank you. Okay, I tried. So I'll find her on Facebook. So this chick has got us kind of like. You're all key. in murder rooms already. She's all got us like kind of split up, and yeah. the girls were like shower doing her thing. They're watching. Mind TV. you, when you shower, you still don't have clean clothes to get back in. Oh my god, you're are you reading my fucking mind? Because I'm just already playing out how this happens. I'm so 
me and Matt, she uh, she gives us the vibes where we can like basically like, hey, you can stay in my room. It's a big ass nice room, big ass. Is bed. it clean though? Oh, it's it, it is clean. Good. It is clean. And um, I remember like seeing like the floors were like marble. I'm like, damn, this is like, oh, it's kind of nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope, hope, hope her husband don't show up anytime soon. I literally just called some random lady and woke her up. She definitely her husband's probably behind a mirror somewhere. Like, yes. Now have sex with the soot boys and go room to room with the girls. Listen, Bobby Valentine's sitting next to him like your best neighbor ever had. You know that best I neighbor am, ever had. I am from the goddamn streets. I am not gonna just suck her into anything. So I was like, "Yes, we'll take your help. Yes, thank you so much. Thank but you, yes, man. I don't trust you all the way." Did you have that moment where you become like little kids, where she's like, "Y'all boys want to take a shower?" And you're like, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> no, nah, no, we were. She was being very hospital. She was like. Hey, hey, if y'all want to take a shower, go ahead. Y'all can, I got the water going. And Misa's brother, Matt, there while you took a shower, is already in the shower, like, 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 like this giant caveman, like, bro, this is good. And I'm just like, oh, yo, yeah, chill. You know, if you ask, if you, if they, if you take the water, they, they <laughs> there's always a price to pay. There's always a price to pay. If nothing's for free. You over here using up water, you know how much dick you're going to have to put down now? So this lady is like, Oh shit! So we're like inside her house. It's She's like, like y'all can shower together, boys. And here, I remember when I went in the shower, she kept like coming back into like the bathroom area and like talking through me, talking to me, testing and the waters. Luckily, her 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 fucking shower glass thing like fogged steamed up a little up. bit, steamed up a little bit, so she couldn't see the old, the old wee bits. Mm-mm. But she kept coming in, <laughs> and then. At that moment, I kind of started to forget about how I just lost everything. (laughs) And then I I remember getting kind of like chunky. I was like, damn, I'm getting a little chunk over here. I got Uh, you like, you know what? I got my TV. My balls are clean. I'm on top of the world. (laughs) I was like, damn, the damage is done. You know, fucking. What do you think, Bobby Bowden? He's just washing himself. He's like, just do it, buddy. It's not worth the fight. But I was like. I, I already checked in with my girlfriend. Like, oh, man, she knows where I'm at. She thinks this lady is an old, old, old lady. She doesn't know that she's kind of, like, hot, right? And this lady had big titties. She was skinny. She had brown hair. She was kind of like a Sigourney Weaver kind of look, but, like, more like a rocker chick, something you would – a chick that you would see, like, a Nickelback concert or something, you know? Like, yeah, get all drunk and, like, dance in the fucking Shania Twain or something. Hey, hey, I'm going to be a rock star. Yeah. So I get up out of the shower. Dick dangling. Oh, I was I was a little, ch- a little, little chubby. A little, a little chubby. chubby. The acorn was looking for somewhere to bury itself. And I don't know why. I mean, I had thought about it before, but then I was like, I needed the shower because the ball cheese was at an all-time high. <laughs> it was smoked ball cheese. Yeah, smoked. It was like beef jerky dick. <sighs> Slim Jim not included. And I'm. she's like, hey, I got you a towel. I was like, damn, this is a big old nice fucking towel, beach baby? towel. One of these fluffy like fleece towels. Yeah. Like, damn, I get used to this life. And she's like, hey, um. Come into my husband's closet and grab anything you need. You go uh, in there, there's just like a corpse in the corner. <laughs> bro, I go into this big in, big ass walk-in closet. I remember it smelled like oak. And I, I see all these like leather shoes. I'm like, damn, is there like her, her husband like a preacher or like a lawyer? It's all these like suits and all this shit. Did and you put a suit on? <laughs> put a no. suit on? Put a, put a kerchief? So I look in there. All his chains. <laughs> And I was like, well, yeah, he looks a little smaller than me, and I'm a little bigger. She's like, oh, here, take one of my 90s. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and she's like, she comes over. You walk in, Matt's me. already wearing one of the 90s. He's like, I think this is getting weird, kid. Well, well what I thought was a 98 when she thought was a 98 was different because it was like a giant oversized shirt. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like, I like, put on this Seminoles. <laughs> so wait, you look like Alvin and the Chipmunks with just a big X ass shirt? shirt. Yeah. No pants? And yeah. <laughs> so I'm in here. I'm oh, not, I don't wear underwear, by the way. My clothes smell like smoke and ball cheese. <laughs> I'm 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 fucking got no socks, no underwear. I'm wearing a fucking punky Brewster fucking twelve X uh, Florida Seminole fucking. It was gray and white shirt, and I was. It might be actually on one of these fucking racks in here over by wardrobe. Uh, and I was sitting there, and there was nowhere to like kind of like just chill to be alone. Yeah, and, and Misha's brother Matt walked into the living room. And was just like kind of like watching TV or something. What was Matt wearing? You know, I, I don't remember that, but I I do remember it being kind of like, "Hey, is everyone okay?" And she kept trying to like, "No, everything's fine, Mike. Everyone's Michael, taken care everything's of. fine. Just your drink your the friends juice. are good." And da 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 da. And I'm just like, "Oh man, this is fucking weird." And I'm just like, "Oh man, I don't like." I'm still kind of horny a little bit. Like, do <laughs> I don't want to cheat your on my dick's, girlfriend? Your dick's lifting the big shirt up. <laughs> I don't want, I don't know, trust me, my dick wasn't lifting up shit, but I was definitely like <laughs> I could getting not, kind of horny, but I was still like kind of uncomfortable and angry. Feel, I could not feel masculine being in a stranger's house with a t-shirt and no panties on. You ever had a random like- lady, <laughs> a, a random drunken like groupie lady drag you back to her house with 10 of your friends? Like and you're you just lost everything and you're like in despair and you're just like fuck I got nothing to lose and then wearing next thing you know you're showering your balls <laughs> wearing wearing her fucking God knows what husband's fucking clothes and you're just sitting there like is my TV still here <laughs> you're checking on it every now and then like and uh, no food either so there's not like you could even have some hostess no cakes or no something. there was nothing it was like weird it was like is this a model house like what the fuck's going on. <laughs> And then she kind of like started like drinking some more. I remember she was drinking some <laughs> wine. She's like, ever since my husband went dis- went missing, things have been really rough around here. I got nowhere to go. And, well, I can't even afford to pay the pool guy. And, and we've had like, we've had some uh, plumbing issues in the bathroom. We had to tear out the drywall. And, and uh, uh, you know, I just, I, I've been lonely. And she was like kind of going up. And yeah. I was like, damn, this is like. Either lady's really good. Just keep good. looking at your TV and looking at her and looking at your TV. I'm like, my kidney's definitely about to get ripped out of me, or she's genuinely just some lonely, yeah. nice, good Samaritan. I'm going to catch that a was blowy. Really awkward. You're going to catch a blowy just dressed like I fucking mean, the guy from uh, <laughs> fucking uh, the night before Christmas. <laughs> Imagine you showing up to some poor, like a group of girls on the side of the road, yeah. and you convince this entire like volleyball team to get into your car and it comes to Oh, I've imagined out. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, well, you know what you're missing? You're missing the Bob Cratchit. Hat where it just like goes up and hangs down with the little ball at the end. There's like a slumber party at this lady's house, and she's got this big ass room, and there's nowhere like to sit down other than her bed. So we're like, here we are sitting down in her fucking bed. <laughs> Your balls probably just. Oh, yeah. I had to like throw a little throw pillow over my crotch because there was a couple times, like, because my balls were still like, you know. And you got giant balls. And my fucking Saturn dick was still like drying <laughs> off, like drip drying and shit. You know, because I'm just like, hey, beggars can't be choosy. And then for some reason, what I mean, which was a pretty logistic reason, a very reasonable reason, everyone was pretty much passed the fuck out. Like <laughs> everyone had a whole, whole fucking day. I'm still like picking my nose. I'm getting sut out of my <laughs> nose and shit. 
And um, you look like one of the people from Pompeii. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. In soot. And uh, I'm just having flashbacks, but every now and then she's like helping me forget about it, and she's being oh. really nice. And and I was like, damn, I'm at some lady's house. It's kind of a kind of kind of cute, and she's lonely in her, and she can't find her husband for whatever reasons. I don't know why he just disappeared. <laughs> And he left her in this probably house that he paid for everything, and everything's getting shut off. Like, there's no cable television. We're just, like, chilling. And she's living in this damn, like, I, I wish that was her, That I wish that was still her number. Her husband probably fucking, like, I don't know. Who knows? Um, this I, chick's getting fucking yelled at because her man's like, I don't give a fuck if it's the wrong number. Why are you answering weird numbers at 2 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. But what, so what happens, man? Come on. What happens? Oh, my God. I'm st- no, that's not her. What happens? I'm, I'm, what happens? I'm trying to find her on my Facebook because I want to see if I can call her or something. But but no, no. We got to hear what happens, though. It's it's pretty actually disappointing. But um, God damn you. Come on. So we're just sitting there chilling. And I remember uh, being kind of nervous because I'm like, yo, I got a girlfriend. And this lady's like married and stuff. And I, I don't like, I don't cheat on my girlfriends. Like, I just never have. But this lady's like throwing the, she's throwing it on me. And I'm just like, whoa. I'm not in the mood, but I got a girlfriend, and my girlfriend thinks that this lady is like an old ass lady, and she's like, "Oh, this is so nice of her. She took all y'all into her house, and I remember her buying flowers. She bought flowers and showed up the next day to your the girlfriend, house. yeah, my girlfriend, and, and she, you're in your t shirt with your balls hanging out with my balls and and my t v in my hand." <laughs> Being like, yo, FNG went to go get the fucking trailer with the U-Haul, and I didn't have to be there. He was so, you ever have a friend so mad he didn't even want you to help? He's like, fuck oh, you, yeah. I, I'll take care oh, of yeah. it. Oh, yeah, get the fuck out of my life. Yeah, and, and he literally go picked it up from this Kinko's with all my shit in it, and here I am, hold, oh, and I have my CKY book bag on, and I'm, and I'm holding the last little <laughs> bit of like money I had <laughs> with the 30 hours of tape that... If you watch Spring Breakers, the movie, the DVD, if you put it in the DVD, you'll see my name on there uh, for the Spring Break special. So what happened that night? You just passed out? You just slept? Um, I think that she was, like, massaging my, my back or something. And I remember being like, yo, like, my girlfriend's going to be here. She's like, yeah, you're right. And, and I was kind of being a homo because I was, like, kind of like, yo. But I think I remember her, like... All right, I'm gonna play with a titty or so. Okay, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I like this strategic. If you if you could watch the rest of this feed, you would understand the strategic <laughs> admission that just happened. She'll never make it that or two. <laughs> so all right, so I played I played a titty or so. My girlfriend just came in the room and she left. <laughs> she heard a story she does not want to hear. All right, so I didn't penetrate her. She didn't suck my dick. I didn't kiss her, but I definitely was squeezing on some fucking titties. And she had some some old some. She has some good old tit, oh, like one of those tit jobs that you never really touched them yet. Yeah, it's like damn, we got this old lady got a boob job. Holy shit! And I remember her being like not really wanting to fuck you. I think she she was just lonely, and I was depressed. And she let me squeeze on her titties, and that was it. And then my girlfriend showed up the next day with flowers, and I remember my girlfriend. Looking at me, smiling, back to her car. Soon we get in the car, she's like, "Oh, you didn't tell me it was some like uh, lady like that." Are you still just wearing a t-shirt? Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. You ever you ever have to be yelled at when you're already humiliated? Like, I look like I got picked up from a slumber party that fucking got got fucking canceled, got broken up by the cops or something. I got my TV, my book bag, and a fucking uh, <laughs> and a fucking Seminoles fucking shirt on. 
oversized as fuck. And um, so what happened when you got you just rode back home? Rode back home and uh, licked my wounds and and definitely had some talks with God. I said, Lord, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give me some type of sign if if I need to continue this life of rock and roll debauchery. Lo and, and behold, you ran into that dude walking back home since you dropped him at the gas station. <laughs> nope. Even better than that. Brett Michaels said, I'll suck your dick in that little shirt, sitting there, I'm sitting there living in my walk-in closet. I'm watching, like, TV. I don't know what the fuck it was. Like, the TS- TLC channel team. My girlfriend was watching some bullshit, some queer eye for straight guy shit, some homemaker shit, which I actually love now. Because <laughs> I'm into designing shit, like, decorating shit. Anyways. And all of a sudden, I see... Uh, this like promo come on TV. Hey, I'm Brett Michaels. Do you have a shitty RV or bus that you want to pimp out? Check out my new show. And it was like Mike Brett Michaels rocking RV. And I was like, oh my fucking god! He stole your fucking Brett Michaels. Probably lit my goddamn bus on fire. Sabotaged me. And now he's doing a show about how he's going to help people who have shitty campers and buses. And I watched every fucking season, and I must have emailed it 20 fucking times saying, yo, pick me, pick me. I was hanging out with you in the parking lot. You, We hung out. We ate pizza. We played football. And the, the, literally the same day after I hung out with him, my shit, my whole life went <laughs> down the shitter, and I haven't yet to see him since. And when I do ever do see him ever again, I will gladly tell him a very short story a short version of this story that was amazing and it took two hours to turn to tell this story yeah and it was well worth it you sure yeah was it good yeah it was all true i'll 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 show video evidence let's put it up on the feed let's put some stuff up on the feed after this man what's the feed miguel well the feed is our new social media platform on our website mikebc.com you go to mikebc.com and we've basically created our own version of like an OnlyFans or an instagram or a facebook uncensored like instagram OnlyFans, and we post photos videos stories little blog entries uh i got tinder advice on there so if you need some tinder advice um popular memes that miguel talks shits about uh, uh, just everything. Our camera guy Chris and Steven, they 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 put some input on there. You can make your own profile. Jeff hasn't really been a part of it yet, but you know he pretends he cares. Uh, he's liked a few things. So yeah, you could. Uh, ch- oh, Misha! Hey, hey, Misha just walked in. Misha, I'm not. Ask- I'm not gonna look at you. I'm not gonna look at you. Ask Misha who she played football with at spring break in the parking lot of Club Avila. Ask her. Oh Come here. Misha, go wide. Name. Who did you play football right, let with? Let me give you a hint. Rock of Love. Yes. MTV. Rock of it Love. It was VH1, but you're yes, close. Yes, you're right. Brett Michaels. I just told yes. the whole story. Yes. About the crazy lady that picked us up. We stayed night at her house. I just tried to tell the story. No one believed me. Well, yeah. don't worry. If they don't believe you, you can tell them to go to the podcast on <laughs> MikeBusey.com. I just told a two-hour story about how that whole thing happened in Club Avila, and. How your brother Matt, rest in peace. Uh, this lady tried to seduce uh, her and, and uh, him and me. And Mike was wearing nothing but no panties and a t-shirt on, yeah. laying yep. in the bed. And the bus. Matt had our backs though. Matt yeah. had our backs. That's what's up. Well, oh, yeah. guys, uh, thank you again for listening to us, uh, Brett Michaels. If you're listening, man, uh, we he was trying to fuck Misha for the record. He was in love with her. Yeah, but he also seemed yeah. to try to fuck you. There shouldn't be a moment where you and Brett Michaels. Me more than my own brother was trying to fuck me, which is like I was like okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. That's a good way to end this fucking two hour episode. <laughs> All right, guys. With that, uh, I quit the show. <laughs>
Uh, we love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, become a member. Come to the parties. We just released the entire year uh, calendar. So if you want to come to any of our parties or events, we just released. Uh, we literally have something going on every single month, even though Miguel hates it. Uh, the, this uh, train wreck doesn't stop. It keeps going. Uh, corona or not, Florida is all the way open, and we're ready to fucking party with you. Become a member. Watch our uncensored content. Uh, watch the podcast. Come to the parties. Uh, come to the members weekends and uh, we'll hopefully see you soon guys we love you guys thank you thank you and it's all 100% million percent fucking true and yeah I haven't cheated but I definitely definitely squeezed on some titties whatever don't judge me <laughs>